Sorry, it's a black thing. Welcome to another episode of It's a Black Thing, a space where we have relevant conversations about the culture. I am Giddy Love. We have Lulu954 and Jody in the building. How are you guys? Beautiful. What's up, Giddy? I'm good. Thank you. What's going on? What's going on with y'all? Uh, I, I, I got a question I want to ask y'all. Um, I wanted to know, so there was someone who at a point in time, like I was helping this person like get through like school and stuff like that. And like basically like mentoring this person. And there was a point in time it's like, okay, it, obviously this person's younger than me and stuff like that. So it was a point in time where I remember someone was asking me like, oh, like you should probably date this person because we work well and stuff like that. And I was like, mm, not too sure. Cause thing is, it was like a thing of like, yo, that kind of felt like, like I was like grooming her. Yeah. You feel me? Cause I was basically like teaching her like how to maneuver through life as as you get older, you know what I'm saying, as an adult and everything like that. So mm-hmm. I wanted to know like what is the difference between someone who's like a mentor or like a groomer? Like what would like cause in the both like you're still both putting someone on a path in a direction that you feel like uh would work best for them. So Are they like, good looking? Is, is, yes. That's the difference. Ain't no never ever groom ain't no nigga ever mentored a bitch that was ugly <laughs> with the thought of okay I'm a mentor make sure she a good in life but then I'm gonna try but no that, but that, that was so ignorant it's not ignorant it's facts that, that is was, the most just, ignorant thing facts. Jody has ever said facts. on this show and he it said a facts. lot of ignorant things the difference is if they're good looking I promise you alright I, I live in reality guys alright I think for me mm-hmm. the difference is a mentor is trying to lead you into a path where mm-hmm. you can become a better version of yourself mm-hmm. or you can you can at times you can even even excel the person like in accomplishments but like someone who's grooming you is for their own interests so let's say like if a parent or a a, a parent's boyfriend or somebody is grooming you like they're preparing you for something more where it's like more on like a sexual level like that's how like the child um What's it called? The abuse and all of that stuff, that sexual abuse. Like they most of the times they'll groom you before they start doing anything with you. I think that's the difference. What makes them take an interest at first? Some of them are just creepy. Some of them are just sick. What? Some of them are just psychotic. Like mm-hmm. it's it's sometimes it's not even how you look, because why would someone 30 look at a five-year-old and be like oh this this girl's a baddie you know like, okay wait that's an extreme when i think <laughs> of like grooming <laughs> i'm thinking of somebody who is just looking at you in a way where this is somebody who i can potentially do something with i can this is someone who is young who is naive who is not aware of certain things and <laughs> i can take full advantage of it <laughs> that's how i view it now, well, what if it's not like that for instance uh i think uh woody allen he was was, he was married to this woman and she had a child prior okay. in the relationship. And then later down the line, he ended up dating this child. I marrying. Mean, he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah he, mm-hmm. he ended up marrying her. But it was obviously he'd been around the child for like majority of her life as a yeah. child. So it, obviously he probably didn't have intentions like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna date this child or whatever automatically. But I think as time grew, you feel me, he probably was like, yo, like I can see you as a partner. 
He probably saw he probably saw a younger version of they're good really looking. Gross. That's what I'm saying because it probably it probably starts as I'm going to mentor you, show you a better life because mm. I I feel attachment to you. Maybe you're my daughter. Maybe you're a a someone I, that you yeah. know alumni of my school, whatever like that. It starts as that. Then obviously when when factors come in and they start to get older, 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 they step into being a grown up. Now you they even though they started off innocently, now there's a real incentive there. Like, okay, I'm grooming this person, but shit, when that person turns 21 or whatever like that, and they're they're a whatever like that, that grooming now turns into like, look, you're legal now. Mm-hmm. I don't position you in a place in life, whatever like mm-hmm. that. And now let's I'm gonna I'm gonna have my way now. You feel me? That's how they look at it. But that's why I said it's a difference. The only difference is if you're good looking. No, because some people like ugly people too. So no, I don't know. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Some people like ugly people, but I don't know a lot of people that's willing to risk like their reputation for an ugly person. I know a lot of niggas that get their shit off for a, for a good looking girl. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, she eighteen, yeah, but she a badass eighteen year old nigga. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know any niggas that's risking their reputation for an ugly eighteen year old. So, but do you look at it different? Like when uh, because I know some people like different sex mentors. Like obviously. I was. I'm a man. You feel me? If I'm mentoring uh, a woman and she's obviously younger than me, mm-hmm. would you look at it some type of way? Yeah, I look at it both ways. If it was a yeah, vice versa, for both yeah. ways, even for even for a woman, if, if you have a mentor, it ain't no way you gonna tell me that you have a mentor that's he's successful in his career. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He's good looking. He's single, and once you're, you're being mentored by him, it's impossible for you to look at me and be like, one day it's just not gonna click for you. Like, yo, this person's actually good looking. You feel me? When I get of age, mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot my shot. You think they're gonna wait? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you know what's even interesting? Um, Ashley Banks from um, um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Tatiana Ali. Tatiana Ali. Mm-hmm. I remember it was it was an interview. She was talking about um, what well, like working for working with Will Smith. She like when she was younger, she never looked at Will Smith that way. You mm-hmm. feel me? She's like, oh, this is just a goofy whatever. He's he's nice, whatever like that. Like her brother. And she said when she got into her teen years, she said it just clicked for her one day. She's like, wait, this nigga fine. You feel me? So it, that's what I'm saying. Even in an innocent place like that. It's going to get to a point where that mentee, whatever like that, is going to get to be a grown up. Mm. But it's the responsibility of the older person to yeah. shut that down. Okay, like, but who, who's going? Who's going to tell that older person? Like, listen, when I first started mentoring her, I was never interested in her. It just started. We started clicking afterwards. Yeah. Who going to believe that? Yeah, yeah. Because thing is, like, say for like, say for instance, it, it does happen. Like, say for instance, you were that person's mentor, right? And obviously, down the line, you've been that person mentor from. So, from sometime when they was younger to they get older. Say after afterwards, you guys are not obviously talking. You're not keep, you're not being the mentor over them in their life. But later down the line, y'all start getting together. Mm-hmm. Would you still look at it the same way? Like the person groomed them? Y- yeah. I think how I think of grooming is just that you're preparing them. Like from jump, it's like this is somebody that I can get something from. Mm-hmm. So from jump, you're preparing them for that relationship, you know, or for to for them to perform those sexual acts or whatever mm-hmm. that will that relationship will change into. I, when I think of grooming, that's what I think of. I'm, yeah. It's like someone who goes in with the intention of preparing that person to become like mm. their girl or their whatever it is in yeah. that way where there's a sexual exchange, yeah. you know? But when I think of a mentorship, I think of it starting off as something more innocent. Yes. Does feelings come like over time? Yes, that can happen. They can be developed over time, but the initial intention is to help this person in this area or to um, provide guidance or counsel to that person. It's not so I can, have a, a woman or have a, a, a man or a relationship or a sexual exchange. Yeah. That's that's where like 
Like I think those I, those I think those there's no separating that it's gonna get blurred. Period. Like even when I was in high school, I had no. It's like it's always if if the if if you have if listen, I think looks play a big thing in society. I think we like to underplay yeah. it a lot, but it plays a big thing in society. But um, that can be that can be. I, I look at the optics of things too. It's like you go into it. Oh, this is innocent and whatever like that. But I'm looking at how society looks at it. You feel me? A lot of people, a lot of teachers sometimes end up with somebody who used to be their student. You feel Mm -hmm. me? They end up dating them. They never, when they was, when they was teaching, they never looked at like, okay, I'm going to end up dating you or yeah, you feel me? Give me about five years. I'm coming back for you. No, they probably met later on in life at a bar or whatever like that. Hey, y'all remember you used to be my teacher. You feel Mm -hmm. me? You grown now. You feel me? Why can't we? You feel me? But were they grooming that person? But that's what I'm saying. That's where it gets blurred because who's to say when your grooming versus your mentoring stopped and ended? You feel me? No one's... They could be like, listen, you were a teacher. You went into this grooming. You feel me? But that's not the case. I I think because of my profession, like when I think... Again, when I think of the word grooming, Mm -hmm. I think of something completely different than probably you guys do. Like when I think of someone being groomed, again, you're preparing that person for something sexual or you're... It's for... It's to your benefit. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why I can't really understand from y'all perspective because I have mentors. I've had male mentors where it's like there's... The lines were never blurred because Mm -hmm. that wasn't and they've always been much older, too. So that probably could have played a part. But it was never like, oh, I'm preparing this girl to because like this is who I want as my wife. You know, I've I have had an incident where somebody who's older, actually married to this day, still trying to get with me. That was somebody who. I kind of almost considered as a mentor, but from jump, he didn't see me as such. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this girl is young. She's vibrant. I, I want something more from that. But now that I'm older, I can see through all of that. So yeah. maybe in that sense, he was trying to groom me. Yeah. But like the mentors that I have that were males, like that line was never blurred ever. Well, we're not talking about you blurring line. I'm talking about the optics. You t- I'm listening like this, Giddy. Let's say you were mentoring a young man, and this just so happened to be a handsome young man. Mm-hmm. Who you think society wouldn't look at you as an older woman who is okay? This is a younger man. You taking a special liking to this younger man purposely because it has not. You see something in him also, but the other sense of is this is a handsome young man. You think society's not looking at you like that? Potentially, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The optics of it. We, I'm. Who cares about? Okay, what the real intentions are? I'm talking about the optics of it. No matter how you maneuver through the the mentoring world, whatever like that, they always looking at this person is doing this for an ulterior motive. I had a mentor in high school. They used to care all the time. The little students used to care all the time. You only like him because you want to fuck him or something like that. Them little badass kids used to kill her. Every single time, you feel me? And she was a good-looking woman, too. Did she fuck? No. She, she, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't tell you either. Yeah, right? But they used to kill this lady every day, you feel me? Because she used to pull me out of class and stuff like that. And they're like, you only pulling them out because you like them. Favoritism mm-hmm. does exist, but still, like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, so do you think there's a difference? Uh, I don't I don't think there's a difference. Because even, like, how you said it's, like, it's intentions for... You're trying to reap the benefits. Yes, but then again, I think even so, when you're trying to mentor some, some somebody, you see yourself in them. So either way, mm-hmm. you're still going to try to mold them in a way that you want to yeah. as a mentor. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So in a sense, that's still like grooming, if you think about it, because it's it's something that you want. 
You want them to be a certain type of way, yeah. So it's like that's how you're gonna try to mold them and stuff like that. So the, the real thing is, it's like the real big difference is, is that it's like, do you fully want to reap the full benefits of? It? I think yeah. I think you should. If you can mention some, somebody, it should be in a specific category, and I think that's it. If it's professional, professional. We only talk about business. Yeah. I don't care about your love life. I don't care about your parents. Nah, fuck that. All that. I think yeah. if you're gonna go into mentoring, you just always have to be aware of the optics of things. Mm-hmm. Like if if. If you're in the mentoring someone of the opposite sex, you just, just always be aware they're going to look at it as you are making a play here. Because I think that was just, I don't know if it's, I'm not saying Drake is innocent, but I remember he used to text like Millie Bobby or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, he grooming her. And for his optics, he probably like, no, I'm just probably leading, leading someone through the music industry who. She was, a, she was a child star. He was a child star. Exactly. You feel me? But at the optics of it, it's like, nah, you grooming. You feel me? So like, just always be aware of that. Yeah, I mean, people are always going to have their opinions and they're always going to have their comments no matter what. But again, when you go into these different roles, especially when it's such a influential role, because like what you do and what you do say to that younger individual does have an impact on that person and their the trajectory of their lives. So always make sure like the intention is pure, you know. Um, but we're going to move on to the what would you do? And speaking of everyone having opinions and society always butting in, what are some takes um, about the black community? Or what do you guys feel like if you were to say in the black community, you would be ostracized for? Not all you niggas, not all you niggas need a business. Ooh. I think I think we need workers and we need essential workers and not everybody is going to achieve generational changing wealth and not everybody's going to be a business owner. Not everybody is just not everybody's going to be wealthy in the black community and we just need to understand that because I know we had this obsession about being rich, even being rich and not just like living a regular life. We have this obsession with being rich. So I think that would be mine because they're like, nigga, who are you to tell us that all of us can't be rich? This you is, about to piss off a lot of black yeah, people. I mean, is every white person rich to you? <laughs> I see some homeless. I see. I, listen, we're not going to talk about homeless. When I used to work in a warehouse, there was some white <laughs> niggas working in a warehouse with me. Why? So it's like, why are you not rich like the rest of your the your rest of your conquerors? You feel me? So we're not gonna talk about first of all. That's just, that's just a waste of white skin. Like, <laughs> that's, just, you feel me? that's just me. Yeah, because and that's like, how that's how we look at it as black people. If you not well, if you work in the same place I'm working as a black person and you white, you you wasted your you wasted you your head start. Well, because a white person look at you like you black. How you not even? <laughs> <laughs> that's a waste of that's a waste of black skin. You feel me? And I could be like, you're right. <laughs> I don't have a fucking yeah. a yeah. huge ass vertical. My yeah. nigga, like, <laughs> but I can rap. <laughs> Yeah. Um, for me, I think I think I don't want to use this phrase, but I'm gonna use this phrase because I don't care. Uh, the 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 I the ideology of tied up yourself by the bootstraps. A lot of you niggas have the ability to change your fucking reality, and I don't think a lot of you niggas understand that. Because um, even you'll see you'll see these success stories all the goddamn time within our community. Someone who was born and raised in the hood, and then they find a way to get out. A lot of you niggas have that ability. Don't get me wrong. Systematic mm. racism and all the stuff that they these building blocks and these obstacles they put in front of us is going to stop us or slow us down. But the thing is, you don't want to be an object in life which is stoppable, nigga. That's that's the way how I look at it. At the end of the day, nigga, you can't stop me. I don't care what you're going to throw in front of me. <laughs> you can't stop me, my nigga. So would you guys like stand ten toes down? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, ten toes down. I'm, I'm digging my feet in the sand, my nigga. Like, you, you, not, you really asking us that? Really? <laughs> you think I give a fuck? You think I care? Because even if you have an issue with something that I say, you know what's gonna happen? 
72 hours You're gonna fucking forget You won't forget about me You, you niggas Well not nah, you niggas I don't know Every some niggas Every some niggas Every I'm not even talking about this nigga, just overall society yeah. as a whole. Yeah. We do not hold grudges like that. Like, we will be like, all right, another dude, someone yeah. else tomorrow's gonna make you upset. Because we ain't got the attention span. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> especially with, especially with, with, with the internet and everything yeah. like that, there's always be another dumbass. Yeah, there's on, always on another dumbass yeah. that's gonna take your place for real. So, that's the way how I look at it. Now, unless it's someone specifically, like, unless you say something to someone specifically about, like, oh no, you niggas could do better, and you, or like, you talk to them specifically, then they could be like, nah, I'm mad for that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Like, I love the fact that this. Generation or this time this that we're living in is breeding a lot more of like entrepreneurs and black individuals um, who are making millions and things like that. But it is okay for some of us to work the nine to five. And again, like Jody said, for us not to be the one to break the generational curses. If everyone's a business owner, who's gonna run? The, who's gonna who's gonna be the employees? Right. We all need to step into our. Gifts, you know, and some of us have the gift of just working nine Being to five. An yeah, and that's okay. But you know what I don't like about the black community, honestly? I don't like that, like, being black is not a monolith. Like we're not, there's not just one way to be black. Like we can all be different individuals. Like I feel like as the black, like we shun our own because we don't fit into the stereotypical of what a black person is supposed to look like because like even with me first of all I didn't know I was an Oreo till I came to Broward <clears throat> then y'all would have I don't like the way you say Broward by the way anyways whatever you, right? <laughs> but it's like if you don't fit that image of what they think you should look like as a black person all of a sudden you're you're cast out or you're viewed as different and yeah. I don't like that about the black community mm-hmm like, screw y'all. Do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, for real. Cause no, like screw mm. every screw y'all yeah. for calling me an Oreo. What's wrong with being an Oreo? There's it's nothing a, wrong with it. Alternative still, black. There's nothing. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. There's nothing wrong with it, but mm. it's like, why do we have to let it be known that yeah. like, oh, this person's an Oreo or oh, this person is ratchet, this person is hood. Like, why can't we just be black and that's just it? Like, why do we have to be classified as like different like levels of blackness? Like, mm. and it's like, because people view, for, for instance, for me, because I'm viewed as an Oreo, certain things that I know or certain songs, it's like, oh, I didn't even know you knew that. Yeah, I'd be surprised like, every day. Do you guys not know an Oreo is mostly black? No. With a little white in the kids. <laughs> it's just a little ounce of whiteness. But no, that part to me is really annoying because it's like. You got white in the inside of you. Go ahead. My bad. <laughs> My God. That part is very annoying. Like, I personally don't like it. I don't like it because it's like you're being judged by mm-hmm. like the environment that you were brought up in. And that's annoying to me. Damn we, ju- we judge niggas for less, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't have to be even be your opinion, my nigga. Like, let you, okay, let you don't know how to play spades. You're ostracized. Listen, yeah. you can't sit at this big table with us. We all know how to play spades. You don't. We not playing no fucking ID, Claire, War, fucking uh, Goldfish. Nigga, if you don't know how to play spades, you're not going to be able to sit at this table. Yeah. If you don't know how to dance, you are people going to be like, yo, what's wrong with you, nigga? Ain't you black? Like, we, black, the black community ostracize you if you can't 
Keep up, my nigga. These are basic things that you should have yeah. in your repertoire. We judge, like Lou said, we judge you for less, <laughs> nigga. Like you ain't gotta do too much exactly. to get judged over yeah. here. So, <laughs> so it's like, listen here, you got you have to have it in you, like yeah. my nigga. Like I guarantee you, as a black person, they be like, you have to have some form of athleticism in you. You feel me? You gotta run. You ain't gotta run a forty, yeah. <laughs> four two. We might get for forty, but you gotta at least be like, yo, can you? You got some handles? He's like, you, you if you live ball? within this black community, just understand that you get you get. Judged by a certain marquee. I remember somebody the other day I listened to their podcast and they were judging the person because their headboard was too big for their window. Like it was blocking their window. I'm like, is that a I'm like, is that an insult? That my headboard is too big for my window? So I'm like, hey, black people, we can find the little thing to nitpick about, you feel mm-hmm. I me? Mean? But so, we're harder on our own yes, kind. Like 100%. we let everybody else get a pass, but for when it comes to us, it's an issue. I don't think I don't think it's fully like we let them get a pass. I don't think we care enough about them other motherfuckers because at the end of the day, it's like you already know how it is. Well, fuck, I'm you, tired of being called you, an Oreo. You you represent us. I own that shit. You no, represent us. You like know? I'm tired of being called an Oreo because black. why can't I just be just me? Like why yeah. y'all gotta throw the Oreo in there? Because we know you know damn well in life everybody gets a category, Giddy. No, that's everybody annoying. gets placed into a category. What? You don't place people in categories, Giddy? Yes, she does, one hundred percent. I do not put people in categories. You in a sorority? That's in a category all to itself. I, I know you judge out of sorority girls. Come on now. Do you get called an Oreo when you go back home? No, okay. I, I've never it's, been called an Oreo until like I came over here. It, but you got to remember, it's 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 the environment that you in. Like if you take a fish, you put them inside a different pond. Yeah. The other fish is be like, nigga, you don't belong here. Yeah. The same you way, stand like, out. Exactly. The same <laughs> way if 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 a New Yorker moves down to Florida. You'd be like, nigga, you're not from Florida. You can tell. My nigga, you yeah. walk around with Tim's and all this type of stuff. Like, I hear your accent and everything like that. Yeah. You're not a Floridian. So it's the same way, like, yo, like, you're just in a different environment. If I call you out on I call you out yeah. on That's just what it is. Y'all are just rude. But then again, Naples is full of Oreos, dude. So it's like, who going to call you out if y'all <laughs> it, the same? Exactly. Like, you, like, you, can't put, you can't put an Oreo inside a, a, a bag of Keebler cookies, my nigga. Like, <laughs> they can tell, like, my nigga, you, <laughs> you get your double stuffed ass up out of here, my nigga. Every person, every black person I ever met from Naples was an Oreo. So if that makes you feel better, you're not the only person in Naples that's an Oreo. That's oh, there's all, more yeah. Oreos out there. Yeah, you feel me? The whole Nabisco family over there. <laughs> but continuing on. I don't know. I, I don't I like you own that shit. You know, listen, my little brother said I'm just like a white boy every single time I come home, nigga. I'm like, okay. That don't- <laughs> it's just that, you know, when, it, when, when another black person Damn. calls you an Oreo, it's not coming from a good place. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's not a compliment. They're just saying that you're you're white. Yeah. Life is not full of compliments, Giddy. Ain't nothing wrong with being an Oreo, bro. At the end of the day, I'll turn into black. There's nothing you, wrong with that, bro. Like, see, at the end of the day, as long as you alternative black, yeah, as, lo- as long yes. as you understand that you are still black, we do not care. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing for me. We yeah. do not care because at the end of the day, like I can't blame a nigga from Montana yeah. don't have the same like je ne sais quoi as the niggas down here. You feel mm-hmm. me, like? Nigga, you from Montana? Ain't no niggas in Montana. If you own it, I love that <laughs> shit. You know what I hate? It's hyper blacks. You feel me? People who just not discover like they've been like an Oreo or whatever like that their whole life, and then when they get to discover like their blackness, it's uh, it's like a it is an OD level. You feel me? That's what I don't like. I rather you just be you. You feel okay. me? Like what's her name? What's her? What's the girl with the nails? Sweetie. You feel me? You, I'm like when you look at Sweetie, you like. You 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 are ODing being ratchet. This is not you. You feel me? 
Nah. Like you doing You being a hyper black It turned into A, a caricature at yeah. that point You okay, feel okay, me okay, okay. Yeah so but we, I think I How I view The reason why I have a problem with it Is that like Okay people will say You're an Oreo And then just put you In that box So mm-hmm. me I don't consider myself An Oreo I consider myself Like depending on the setting I can be ratchet I can be this I can be that Dependent on the setting But it's like Once you tap into That part It's like Whoa, who are you? What's going on? Like, yeah. people will assume that that's not a part of you. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm still black. No matter how I sound, no matter how I'm dressed or how I look, I'm still black at the end of the day. And yes, I can switch hats. Like, if I want to be ratchet, if I'm with my friends and I want to be ratchet and do all this and that, like, it should be okay. I feel like black people don't allow you to be anything more than what they imagine in their head of you to be. You know, that's when it's annoying. Well, then you say black people aren't a monolith, too? You're just a different category it's, of black. This right, is, but this it's a subcategory. Like, they still want to. It all like, falls under the same folder. It's, yeah, so basically, black is the cookie, Oreo's the type. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> why we keep going back to food? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's all, like, it's all different types of black. Like, that's that's the whole beauty mm. of not. If, uh, being black mm. There's so many Different types of black You got your your jocks You got your Your, your, your Oreos <laughs> You got your Ivy League Like it's all Different types of black That just all falls Within it Just because someone Calling you an Oreo Doesn't mean that You're not black Like if we all get We all get Going the car together And we get pulled over You getting the same Treatment as all of us In here They don't The cops don't right. care How proper you, you speak know, You know right. what I mean Like what's the description Nigga Nigga Nigga, nigga You feel know I me mean? right, right, Nigga right. one two and three Nigga that's the only Difference nigga <laughs> So at the end of the day, I, the, I don't think the black community is saying you, that you you not part of us, Giddy. We saying you a you a different type of us, but that you doesn't mean you're not part of us. You feel yeah. me? So. And yeah, I think you have to go down the avenue that he says. You know what I'm saying? That's just what you have to go by. You know what I'm saying? You uh, you Oreo, okay? So I got some white girl in me. Yeah. I think speaking of different types of blacks, we're going to get into the deep dive. And for the deep dive this week, um, I watch a documentary and it was, um, what was the name of it? America's Black Upper Class. It was on um, YouTube. I watched it and it pretty much highlight the black elites, you know, the top 1% of blacks in America, especially in um, Atlanta. So I wanted to talk to you guys about like black classism. How do you guys feel about like that phrase and do you guys feel like the black elites or um the upper class of the the blackness hinders us as a black community as a whole or do you guys feel like it it's helping us progress definitely a hindrance for sure mm. uh, i mean is 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 i mean that's not taking away from the fact that some of us are progressing, but mm-hmm. what's the what's the use of some of us progressing if it doesn't affect the whole community? You feel me? Like we got some people that's doing well, and then they separate themselves because okay, I made it, you niggas haven't. Like at the end of the day, you still grouped in with us, mm-hmm. so because then it's like you doing well and you don't turn to look back and make changes in your community for more people like you to do well. So. Or but, um, even, or even helping out individuals who you see yourself into, yeah. the mentorship. You feel know, yeah. me? Because you can see another person who's like, okay, I understand that you are in a situation that is difficult. You feel me? I can still help you and get to a level that, or like reach new heights that I couldn't reach. You feel yeah. me? So I think that's that's another thing I do. I'm not even gonna that. lie. I, I don't even like that because it's like now you picking picking and choosing the niggas. Yeah, you it's kind of like how how white people they pick and choose. You feel me? The good black. You feel me? I, you're different the from the your your cor- your clean cut. You feel mm-hmm. me? You might be a lighter tone, whatever like that. I'm plucking you and I'm making you 
the the favorite. You feel me? I don't even like that for black people doing nah, it. Nah, I don't think so because mm-hmm. thing is, it's it's like okay, say for instance, you you a star athlete. You feel mm-hmm. me? You're not gonna come to me and be like, I see myself in you, like. And I'm like, nigga, I'm not athletic like that. You feel me? You can't, you can't try to mentor me just because niggas. Nigga, that be half of y'all kids. <laughs> nigga. Listen, no, you can't tell me NBA players don't do that with their kids. Like, look, these niggas be out of shape, all that. Mm. Like, I'm gonna make you into, I'm gonna make you into, uh, the best into my career. These, look at, look at OJ son. He big as hell, but he gay. He ain't want to play ball. He ain't, he does not want to play ball. But you can't tell me OJ ain't try to shut basketball down his throat. That's, so like, that's not, that's not mm. him reaching out the. To somebody in a lower situation or a community, whatever like mm-hmm. that. That's literally him putting his dreams and his legacy on his child. Yeah. That's different. That's a parent. That's what a lot of parents do. They try to put their legacy and the, their visions that they have and mm-hmm. their goals that they had and they put down their children. Yeah. That's different. That's not the same thing as like what you were saying, which is the the person who has reached a, a certain level of success and they're going back to uh com- their old community, something like that, and trying to help out other individual other individuals that they see themselves in. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel like we should be obligated to give back to our communities no. or help our communities once we reach a certain level? No, no, absolutely not. So how does that hinder us then? It should be hinder us because you were saying that like the people who are up the of the top one percent of mm-hmm. the black um community, they um they hinder the community. More than they it progress right. Mm-hmm. So why, in what ways are they hindering us? Okay, what I mean by the difference between like, okay, you're not obligated to go back and reach back and grab somebody from the community. The difference of what I'm talking about is when certain black people reach a certain level, mm-hmm. they cut off the black community. Period. Like I, I have made it. You niggas have not, and that's y'all fault. You mm-hmm. feel I me? Mean? So like, it's a, it's a. I think it's a big difference between. Someone who is a black person who create opportunities for other black people to also get through this door also versus like, okay, I'm obligated to go back and create fucking um, foundations and stuff like that. Like if you're if you're if you're opening up opportunities, like let's say Rihanna, whatever like that. Rihanna's like, okay, this I'm, I made in this industry as a, a black artist, whatever like that. And every opportunity I get to see other black women flourishing or making their way in this community, I'm I'm going to. Pluck you, bring you with me. You feel me? Yeah. I take a, a special mm-hmm. effort to like make sure you make it. Also, that I think that is different between you have you're obligated to go back and have turkey drives and stuff in the hood. You feel me? Mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree with that. However, um, again, with the obligation, because that's what I'm st- striving for. To yeah. be honest, I'm striving to be a part of the top one percent of mm-hmm. the blacks, mm-hmm. and I feel like even now. Looking back at certain people that I went to school with or certain friends that I had in the past, they're still looking at me like I'm out of touch from like where they're at in life. And it's not that it's just I don't want to associate myself or do certain things that you guys are doing because I see that even with me trying to like let you know what I'm doing, what I have going on and how you can be there as well. You're choosing not to get to that level. So at the end of the day, I have to pull away from you. It's not that I'm not making an opportunity for you to reach where I'm at. And I'm I'm not saying that I'm where I want to be by any means, but like I'm making the opportunities and you're deliberately choosing not to take any of those or even like to go down the same path, which is okay. But when I do leave you behind, those are the same people that's going to be like, Oh, she changed or now she's snobby or now she's this, she's that. But I try to give you the same opportunities or try to help you. But they don't want it. Yeah. You can't force that upon them. And just, just based off how you explaining it and how you saying it, if I leave you behind, you already looking at it. It's like, nigga, you're 
way past me. You feel yeah, me? They yeah. might have a whole different path. Like success for them might be different. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, like is, does all your friends have to be on the same success level as you in order for you to be friends with them? Not on the same success level, not on the same success level, but there has been some like drifts in my relationships with certain friends because they feel like, oh, well, you're doing stuff that I don't want to do or I don't see myself getting there or whatever. And they remove themselves more than like, I've never had the conversation. No, I don't want all of my friends to be on the same level. But if you're going to talk about wanting to do something and I'm already doing it or whatnot, and I like, I'm always going to look back and try to help the people that I care about, you know? And like, I'm not a person that's going to just sit there and listen to you talk. Like if you're talking about it and you're serious about it, let's try to find a way to actually make it work. But you know, I feel like, I mean, listen, my friend want to be a cook. He could be a cook. That's still going to be my dog. It costs absolutely zero to spend time with your friends. I don't care what my, my friend ain't got to be on the same success level or had the same path of success on mm-hmm. anything. If he just want to be a cook and just chill the rest of his life, I'm going to still kick it with you. Mm. I'm going to still kick it with you. I think, I think a lot of times what comes into play though, uh, well, I, I guess what the friends is like, okay, the only time it seems like we can really hang out is if like, okay, I can go on a trip with you or I can go to this restaurant with you. Like it feels like your life is luxury. And the only time someone can really get with you is if they're also participating in that luxury. That's the only time you really had time to kick it with your friends. Like, do you ever just pull up with your friends and be like, just pull up to their house. Like y'all ain't got to do nothing. And I'm just spending time with my friend. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also, I also like, I don't want to be the smartest person in any of my circles. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm the smartest person, I'm, I'm in the wrong place. Like to me, you know, if this is like, I always want like my circle to be where I'm gaining knowledge. I'm, I'm learning, you know, and it's the same thing, but I have friends now where even let's, for example, there was one in a toxic relationship. Like for me, I don't really want to deal with that stuff, you know? And after a while, I'm just going to tune you out because I don't want to hear about what this person is doing to you, how he's cheating, how he's doing this, how he's doing that. Because for like six years, that's all you've talked about. So once that person realized that I no longer want to deal with that, it's like, okay, well, I can no longer be friends with this person because they're not entertaining my BS. But that that's what I mean by even if my friend is evolving or um, growing in different areas, like you still have to grow at the end of the day because it's like I'm no longer I don't participate in certain things or I don't view certain things as like the same that I did in high school or Mm -hmm. even early on in college so it's like I don't want to be to associate myself with the negativity that's all I'm saying. Yeah, okay, I understand outgrowing friends, but like I'm I'm because it like that that line what you just said about um I don't even know what you just said but it basically gave off. Basically, you saying I'm better than you niggas. No, not even no, better than you niggas. It's, no. if, if you can't do anything for me, then we can't really be friends. No, it's not. If you can't do anything for mm. me, we can't be friends. I would never say that. However, like if you're not growing as a person, mm. it doesn't even have to be like, oh, you're you're making a hundred thousand or millions. Like yeah. not even that way, but in in knowledge and um experience and exposure. Like I want my friends to to just be better, even in like your mental state. Like mm. I want you to to get to that point. I want friends who are like who has that emotional intelligence who are actually like trying to to be better versions of themselves in whatever field that is if you want to be a cook great that's that's fine but the toxic energy and things like that i don't want to be around that 
Just find you some good friends, all right? Yeah. So, <laughs> what, you, what were you saying about like classes? Oh, being the smartest person in the yeah. room. That's where that's where I got. Uh, I felt that you feel like if they can't do anything for you, then they can't really. But be But even then, you're still not. You're still not gonna be. You're not gonna be smarter than all your friends to begin with. Even in certain, cat- you're some, one of your friends gonna be in a better, be smarter than you in some type of category or something. Yeah. But, so I, th- I don't think there's ever really a chance a, a situation where you'd be like. I'm smarter than you in all levels. Well, let's go back to the to the classism. classism. Like the being the smartest in the room. Like, you know, I think that's why like a lot of people who are part of the elite, they have their own clubs because they have their own like network, everything. They isolate themselves because I feel like they want to be with people who have the same um, access to resources, the same people who understands them. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes when even listening to documentaries or watching different things, the issue is that like they feel like they can no longer relate to their old friends or people from their old towns or even their family members because they're so disconnected. So I think that's 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 a thing too where the disconnect sometimes happens where you're no now you're too you're too bougie for your old for your old um friends or whatever, but you're also still a negro at the end of the day. So it's like where do you lie? Like where where can you be? You know, I don't know. I think a lot of those things comes from like that person changing once they get money too. Like if if you're starting, I mean, you know what? The one thing I uh, one thing about Jay Z, him and um Ty 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 Tay Tay, whatever the short guy who was with him, the bald head mm-hmm. guy, he's that he's been his friend since Jay Z was in his drug dealing days and stuff like that. And my only two things whenever whenever I'm looking at their relationship is like how did they become friends for so long, even while Jay Z was. Continue to grow and grow and grow and become wealthy. And my only two things is like either he was always this uh, this person, mm. however people describe Jay Z as being this selfish whatever person, he was always that person even mm. when he was back mm-hmm. in his broke drug dealing days till his billionaire days. Mm-hmm. Or he his friend he took it, his his friend was able to adapt with him and he brought basically brought up his friend also with mm. him. You feel me? So I'm like either way. He didn't really change in the eyes of his friend like that. Like you say, Jay Z is selfish. He was always been selfish when we mm-hmm. was friends, when we was broke. Or, or, or they both became selfish. Or they both became, exactly. You <laughs> feel mm-hmm. me? So I'm like, that's the only two things that could happen. See the thing. The thing about when it comes to like classism, I think is a lot of times it has issue with it becomes it start becomes like elitism. Like you feel me? Whenever people they reach a certain height and stuff like that, they like being like I'm on something you're not. Yeah. If I'm in a club, you feel mm-hmm. me? I like having these special. Privileges that I have That I'm in the, Due to me being in this club That normal people Wouldn't have You yeah. feel me And that happens a lot Especially when people have money Even when it comes to I like to use white people Example Because they, they For me yeah. I see that they use it a lot You feel me Whenever you will see Like them kids They be like Oh you know what I'm saying I'm third generation mm-hmm. From Harvard And shit like that You feel me That To them it's like Yo if you're not on that Level like You know what I'm saying I can't fuck with you My nigga yeah. You went to Yale nigga Like Nigga I'm from Harvard My nigga Like I'm better than you And I think that's That's what a what do them? A lot of them look at it as if you're not here, then I'm better than you. I see. Okay, the thing about that because classism is elitism, black classism. Right. It's, it's all the it's same. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. But you know what? What makes it worse for black people because this, this, this we're, it's not something that just was um, created because mm-hmm. of black people. It's it's always been happening. The only reason what makes it worse for black people because us ourselves. Who were the victims of classism and elitism? We were victims of that shit our whole life. You feel me? The shame, the stereotypes, all that being secluded from a certain club purely based off our skin tone and just mm-hmm. our race. 
And to know how that feels And then turn around And do it to your own people It's like You should know better than that You feel me It's kind of like What your mom be always telling you You be like When you get in trouble Your mom be like You you be like Yo why you Why you Um Um I'm calling me out. They did it. They do it too. And yeah. your mom always tell you what, but you know better than that. You got good sense on you. You mm-hmm. feel me? You you gotta be. Them niggas don't know no better. It's the same thing for black people. Them white people don't know no better. They had wealth their whole life. They never been in that opposite side of it. Mm-hmm. But you, as a black person, you've been on the opposite side. You so the moment you, you got money, you jump the fence. You tell them you turn around and do the same thing they did. That's what make black elitism worse for black people. You feel me? hundred percent. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I don't percent. Basically, basically, basically a lot of a lot of times, like you niggas, you was waiting for your opportunity, my nigga. Yeah. You were waiting for you to have the gun in your hand for you to start shooting. <laughs> That's basically the way how I see that. Because no, seriously, you just yeah. waiting like this here. Once I, you already hear some niggas. They're like, you know, once I get on, yeah, it's over, you niggas. It's over. <laughs> but do you feel like it's because of how hard they work to get there? Like they feel like we were all like given the same opportunities in those sense. So it's like maybe the switch up is. Because the opportunities were given to all of us, like you probably didn't take advantage of it. Like, do you feel like that's why some of them act the way that they do once they do reach that certain level? No, because the thing is, the way how I see it as that means that you view that everyone can hit the same heights that you can. Do you want no difference between me and you? What? Me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the difference. <laughs> Everybody got the same starting point. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So at the end of the day, like what I can reach is what it was meant for me, my nigga. Yeah. Like I can put you, I can give you all the same tools. That does not mean that you can do the exact same thing that I can. That's right. And that's just what it is. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't blame you for that. So I can't be mad that you ain't hit hit the heights that I reach. I have probably haven't hit heights that you have reached yeah. in your lifetime. It may not. It's just that it will only fall into that category. What? That person values You feel me If it's money for me And it's success That I value You feel me I can have all this money Success but things You can have a happy family You can have someone You go home to That you love And shit like that But I don't have that You yeah. feel me That's a different type of success That that you have obtained So like You saying like Oh yeah I'm mad at you Like oh you ain't Get no money But like bitch You can't get no family You can't get no I've never seen that oh, That is a new insult Nigga like, That is crazy Bitch you can't get no family That is honestly a level of success that a lot of people in today's day and age they struggle to achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Success is what you measure. Exactly. Like you have a lot of these people have all this money in the world, (laughs) but guess what? They are fucking unhappy. So it's like, what areas of success that you want in your life? Mm. Jody just asked a question, and I think I want us to go back on that. Do you guys feel like everyone had the same starting point, the same opportunities? No, no, of course not. Listen here. No, of course not. Some people are literally born into fucking wealth. Yeah. <laughs> but for for us black individuals who did not ha- who were not born into wealth, do you guys feel like if you really wanted to, you could have reached certain heights despite your circumstances? You you can you can reach certain heights in your skill set. Yes. I don't think you can reach the same height Correct. as someone who had a head start in you or someone who come from a, a, a lineage of either wealth or um, intelligence or whatever like that. You feel I me? Mean? Even, even genetics, my nigga. Yeah, like exactly. I said, if, if I must, like, listen here, this nigga could be born 7'2, my nigga. Mm-hmm. He is naturally born tall. You feel me? Like, yeah. of course he's going to be more likely to be. If he's successful, we both play, period. If we both play basketball, you feel me? Mm-hmm. He's 7'2, I'm fucking 5'3. 
Who you think is gonna most likely make it to the fucking league, my nigga? Not even make it to the league. Who <laughs> you think is gonna have just more success in life? Because if you even look at, I know they were doing a study about um, um, every president that has ever won an election. The taller president has always won mm. the election ever since the invention of the TV. Mm-hmm. The taller president has always won <laughs> exactly. the election. You, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, so the, but yeah. they even going back to that, back to genetics. Even just having the genetics of being taller in life can set you up for certain things in life to mm-hmm. advance in other people who don't have those. Head starts. As I'm like, everybody has a certain head start that can put them further. It's all about how you use your head start mm-hmm. for sure. So I don't believe in the boost at three, but I definitely believe in using the, the things you've been blessed with to your advantage. That's that's how I tie it to the bootstraps. Like mm-hmm. use what you got to pull yourself up. Yeah. That's that's, that's what it boils down yeah. for me. Use what you have. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like you everyone has something for them. You know yeah. what I mean? You just have to figure out what it is and go forward from there. Don't try to recreate what someone else did. You know what I'm saying? Recreate yeah. someone else's game plan to reach the success that they have. Like it may, it's not going to be the same for you. Yeah. yeah. And I think success has also like it, from currently people have been realizing that success doesn't look the same way that it looks like. You have to go to Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like right, right. it's like people are like yo, I can. I was able to build a successful business by opening up a a power washing type of shit, and I was mm-hmm. able to okay, I opened up my first truck. I got two more trucks. You feel mm-hmm. me? And then that was how you was able. To turn that into success and shit like that, um, and that was an interesting thing with um, Ebony K. Williams, whatever, like that. And she was like, I would date him if he owned the bus and stuff like that. But it's like, okay, you took that thing that was now down, looked down upon, and you're like, okay, you flipped that into your own success. You might not have any skill set; all you knew how to do was drive a bus. But you took that and you flipped that into, into a something. success. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what I usually hear with successful, well, black people say, like, you're still a Negro. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how successful you are, at the end of the day, you're still a Negro. Do you guys feel like there's ever a point where, like, class triumphs your race? Where, like, your race no longer matters because (laughs) you've made it so far? Or do you guys... Feel like you're still gonna be a Negro no matter what. Only when it's to the to that person's benefit. But then once you step out of line, you I was about to say too, that you get too big for your britches in there. The only time <laughs> is when you never step out of line. Exactly. I guarantee you, the moment Jay Z step out of line, mm-hmm. these niggas gonna make sure to remind him. They gonna remind him of his place. You feel me? Get back in your place. Listen here, you goddamn rapper, yeah. nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Look, 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 look at it like this, Giddy. It don't matter how much you how much mm-hmm. uh, success you reach at in your role as your company as a woman, and I mean. We're not even gonna factor in a black woman, mm-hmm. just as a woman. It don't matter how far you manage to reach. Yeah. The moment you step out of line as a woman, you still a woman. They gonna remind you that. Yeah. They gonna they gonna be quick. Bitch, who you think you is? You, <laughs> you want your period? <laughs> yeah. That's that's what they, that's what they're gonna use. That's gonna. That's, you want your period? You okay? That's gonna be their way of reminding you that you're a woman. Like, yeah. oh, you're, why are you talking to me like this? Exactly. What, what, you want yeah. your period? Exactly. Yeah, so, but I think that's the thing too, because when I think of especially like watching blacks with old money and whatever, like I feel like. Sometimes they're out of touch with reality. They're so out of touch where it's like, okay, like I'm not even people don't even see my race when they when they talk to me or like because I'm so high up in the social ladder that like you don't think of me as a black person. But at the end of the day, you're still black Mm -hmm. and you're going to be reminded, like you guys said. And I think that's just so interesting, like no matter where you reach, what. What heights, what yeah. levels, you're still going to be reminded that you're yeah, you're black at the end of the day and there's still going to be some obstacles. And, I f- you know, I feel like Jay-Z uh, got that eye opening experience. I, I think that was the the 
transition between him always having a clean cut look to so him growing out his hair. hair. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> even in that line, and um, what it called, he he had that line where he's like still OJ because that's how OJ used to run around. Before OJ had that whole trial, he was running around like, nah, they not going to do nothing to me. I'm OJ. You feel mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm, I don't, I don't even, see race. I'm OJ. Even during the trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's and, like, so like, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I'm OJ. You feel mm-hmm. what I mean? That's, I think that's what that line kind of even gave Jay-Z an open experience too. It's like, no, at the end of the day, you still a nigga. You feel mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you, <laughs> that, and that, and that, and that, in my belief, that's why I feel like that transition from him always having a clean cut look to once he got his billions and he probably realized, yo, no matter how much money I make, whatever like that, whenever I'm maneuvering in these business meetings, whatever like that, mm-hmm. they still look at me as just a nigga. So yeah. why not just live in that role? Yeah, embrace yeah, that yeah, role. Yeah, or live, live your truth. Yeah, live and my then, truth. You feel then, yeah, because I think that happens for, I think for a lot of black men, they tend to go that route of like growing out of their hair. Yeah. That's basically like, yo, like I'm just going to live and be myself because at the end of the day, once they may like me now, but once I make them upset, they be like, this is a nigga right exactly. here. Uh, mm-hmm. Cam Newton grab, grew out his hair. Colin Kaepernick yeah. grew out yeah, his I'm hair. Yeah, yeah. I'm a zebra. I'm a I used to have a clean cut look my whole life, Listen. bro. But then, like one day, I just like nigga. At the end of the day, you they still gonna look at you as just a nigga. You exactly. feel me? They so still, why am I making them feel comfortable? They still gonna clutch their purse across the street whenever they see yeah. you. So mm-hmm. you just I make, like the way it fade looked. Those so I couldn't fully commit. I'm not gonna hold you. So the only difference is now they just can move a little bit faster. Because <laughs> you grew your hair out. <laughs> well, he was one of the dangerous, dangerous mm-hmm. <laughs> At the end of the day. We should all just move back to Africa. Just move back to <laughs> Africa. <laughs> that, that, well, that was your solution, it, isn't it? You where we can actually be of the upper class for real. <laughs> and then you gonna be you be classist and egregious to them. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. You gonna, what, that's what people. Do. Even even within the black community, whatever. Like as soon as someone's not like from America, something like that. Like you say, for instance, you're from Africa. And by that poor ass place, you probably used to live inside a hut and shit like that. Yeah. You feel me? So we really do that for like all aspects. You feel me? The certain level that, uh, for instance, I know a lot of times probably black Americans they think they're probably better than probably Americans from you, or not Americans, but people from like the UK and yeah. uh, other mm-hmm. places across the world. Excuse me, and I guarantee. If, Probably people in Africa, they were like, listen here, we're better than Americans in certain aspects of like yeah. education, you feel me? And how mm-hmm. we go about uh, our success and stuff like that mm. and across the board. You know, I, I always look, I laugh at that because you said to go back to Africa. Because I always looked at it like it's always funny how once we, in the segregation, that segregated black people in a sense, you feel me? Because back when segregation was happening, the black community knew like we can get this money but we can get this money together. You feel me? We got to keep it within us because they don't like us. They don't fuck with us. You mm-hmm. feel me? But the moment is like, okay, you guys are free to mingle and get this money wherever you feel you feel free or feel fit. You feel mm-hmm. me? I think that's what we started. Like, okay, I'm gonna get this money over here and separate from them. You feel me? I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna go over here and get this money and be different from them. So. Separation might be good for us We might need to bring it back Yeah Mm. I had that conversation With somebody mm. actually There's been debates Where it's like People feel like We were We would have been best Yeah Like black people As a whole Would have been best Exactly If we were still Well I think I think it fall back Into the approach of like How we wanted to maneuver Around outside people Because obviously What one of the things That we wanted We wanted equality We wanted the same way, like if these motherfuckers are out here getting fresh fruits to sell, I should have the same quality of fresh fruits for me to sell to within the black community. If we go to the same distributor, mm-hmm. you just obviously give me more rotten ones, or I get the secondhand ones because I'm because of my skin color. But then once that went out the way, it's like for segregation, a lot of people they were like, okay, they may say for instance, both 
whether white or black, they both do have the same thing. But there's some black buyers who might be like, you know, I'm gonna try to see here, try to be more friendly with the white slot. I'm gonna just go to them because you know now I can, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna sit here try to be the good. Like okay, we still get that Negro business compared to trying to spend your money. Like oh, you only gonna try to spend your money with niggas because they black. I know a lot of people didn't want to have that that notion of like oh, you only want to stick with your kind and stuff like that. I don't think that should be an issue as well because at the end of the day, all other races do it. Whether you're white, black, Spanish, whatever, whatever, even people stick with their kind within their nationality. Yeah. You ever see someone? I've seen this happen to me firsthand. You feel me? Someone, someone, uh, I was at a restaurant, or whatever. They talking, they kind of bullshit with my service type shit. But as soon as a motherfucker walk in who look just like me, but they start speaking Spanish, yeah. oh, they, they out here. Oh, facts. Yeah, facts. they act like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they part of the family. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. With a service shit like that. I'm like, but it's because it's that's their kind. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. That's how they relate to them. But we don't have that sense of togetherness, you know? Yeah, we do. Right here. We do. That's it right there. We, we do. do. I, I, I definitely do it in the workplace when another nigga come in tech. I definitely treat that. That nigga different from how I maneuver with my, uh, the white people in you, tech and yeah, the Indians and shit. Yeah, but when it comes to, I, I feel like now <laughs> we're starting <laughs> to, to like buy black with all these mm. different movements but when it comes to like supporting your own kind we're still very hesitant we're still as a society it's still harder to trust another black individual than it is to trust somebody else like well my reason for that is because I don't like the separation of like once you start uh, uh, getting money from having a black business that is solely built on the blacks of black dollars too mm-hmm. you start to feel like you are better, better than, than us now niggas, you feel yeah. I me mean? like you free are you forgetting that we support you we can pull this rug from under you anytime so why are you being nasty to us exactly. do you really think, mm-hmm. think that the person starts to feel like they're better or that the blacks who supported them now all of a sudden thinks that the person is acting like they're better they definitely be moving funny Getty, it, for sure it, 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 they I don't think so funny. because it, you'll see mm-hmm. it even on social media like they will get somebody to go Viral and the person starts making money and this this and that. All of a sudden, the support for that person dies down. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, now this person thinks they're this this and that. No, yeah. it's like you wanted me to get to a level, but you also didn't want me to to get that high on the ladder. No, it's not that. It's the it's the approach and how you. Is it? It's the approach exactly. It's the okay. It's the giddy up in your step when. Mm-hmm. Why you had to say giddy? It, no. <laughs> it might be a shot at you. What you know? You to say? Throw some subliminals out here. You feel me? Yeah, you feel me? But it's it definitely is because it's, 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 it's the giddy up in your step when you realize. Because like, because even like, even I always look at it like this for people who have like a creative skill set, whatever, like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like supporting my friends, and I'm gonna tell you the reason why. All right? Because well, when my friends, when I'm getting, when I'm getting a certain thing done for my friends. I don't like the leisure of how you are maneuvering with the tasks I've given you. Even though you know I'm a paying customer, you look at it like, oh, this is my friend. I can get to that. That gets him yeah. anything. But if a person who is outside of your friend, and that's I'm gonna use that as a comparison to like how business owners treat the black dollars mm-hmm. being versus their white customer base, whatever like that. When a person, when you when your your friend is doing outside work for someone who is outside of them, they have a giddy up in their step when it comes to the quality of what they're doing it, the time. They get it back mm-hmm. to them All that You feel me So it's like Yo why are you Why are you feel Why do you feel comfortable Giving me Whatever you can Whatever you want to give me You feel me mm-hmm. well, However you want to give me Just because I'm a black buyer You feel me mm-hmm. You feel like you can Your customer service Doesn't have to be top tier Because your customer base is black No it's the, Nigga like The same way you would have Treated a white customer base The same I need you to give us that say. I need your customer support To be on point That, that equal I need opportunity your, Yeah I need all that all of that. Don't think that because your your customer base is black, you can just give us whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you can give it to us. No, absolutely not. 
Yeah, I agree with that. That's a little disrespectful, but I still feel like black people will always feel like you switched up once you reach a different heights, and yeah. that's that's just my personal opinion. You know the thing about that? I I think everybody feel uh, just uh, just society is like that. They support you when you're the underdog because it's it's kind of like I can see like it's kind of like when they support you when you're the underdog because when you're on your way up. It gives me hope that I can also be, be on, on the way, way up. You feel me? We yeah. one of the same. I'm, yeah, I'm supporting yeah. you. But once you get on the, once you're there and they're still in their same place, now it's like it's kind of every every time they see you, it's an everyday reminder of okay, I have not made it to where I wanted to be yet. That, so now I stop supporting you. That's the point that I was trying to make, mm-hmm. even with my friends. That, yeah. That's that's exactly the point that mm-hmm. I was making earlier. Like you you support me until yeah. I surpass you, yeah. but it's not even that I didn't create an opportunity for yeah. you to get where I'm at. Yeah. Like, that's well, just, your friends want to see you do well, but never better than them. Get it? You got to always remember that about friendship. Well, friends, <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know this on 4K. <laughs> no, no I, I need my, I need all my niggas to be better. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to listen because when I need something, I'm gonna come to you. I'm gonna come to you, nigga. <laughs> Exactly what I meant about like not wanting to be the smartest one in the mm-hmm. room and the constant exposure. I feel like the more you're exposed to different tax brackets, different people, different like the more you network, the more you're going to want for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to have people in your circle who are not going to want the same thing. And that is fine. But it becomes a problem where now you have a problem with me because yeah. I constantly want to elevate and you don't. Yeah. That's when it's an issue. And then it's like, well, you switched up. Did I switch up or did you not grow? And yeah. now you're having a problem. I was supposed to change. With, <laughs> right. They, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. that's why. I guess the, it depends on how bad the switch up is. Like, it was like, yo, you you completely you, changed. My switch up, yeah. it, it was never bad. My switch up was, let me tell y'all. Mm, let me no, tell y'all. No, we don't care. My, but, no, no, no. Let me know. Because my friend probably, she ain't my friend no more. Hey, but, don't use the show to switch up. If you switch up and it's like now you switch up and then now you start acting funny towards me. Yeah, that's that's that. Because yeah. you could change, but like I still, we still kick it. We yeah. still no. move. Especially because like yeah, we see ramen noodles together. Now you act no. like you, you too good for this. I, like, yeah. It might be different in groups with males. Yeah. It might be different because y'all never care about nothing. Yeah. So because y'all hold me too bougie. Watch y'all be on some other shit. Wait, wait, wait. Explain, explain, switch up in less than a minute. Go ahead. I can't do that, but my switch up didn't really happen. Like I. A better person now than I was back then when I when I started being a friend to her. Like I'm so much more humble and mm. so much more like humble? different. No, yes. no, let, let, let her finish. You don't think I'm humble? Get he finished? Hell no! But get, get I'm so much more humble because mm. bitch, I was not humble before. Mm. Like having a child at a wedlock, that's what humbled me. Mm. But that's yeah. What that's what it took because I really thought I was perfect. I'm still perfect, but you know, I had a little hiccup. But she like, said a little hiccup. My switch up is different. Honestly, because like <laughs> Y'all are so annoyed. But honestly you though. Know why she didn't hear that? <laughs> she, she said the I sky's the limit. Like that, that is what I used to Yes, the sky's the limit. That's guess why you name her daughter Sky. And guess what? That's why you name the sky. She, the sky is keeping her grounded. <laughs> This. Do y'all have any like elitist things or like qualities or things that y'all would like to benefit from? For instance, one thing that I know that's kind of for me, I I, can, I consider fall into like elitist category nepotism. Mm. I want the oh, ability for, sure. for like I've created a space for 
my blood line and yeah, people and stuff like kids, that. Yeah. Like, how he, how, how they got the job? How she got the job? How yeah, he got yeah, the job? Yeah. That's his uncle. That's my his dad. Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want them to benefit off of that. Is there any type of elite, elitist qualities that you want within your life? Yeah. No, for sure. That one for me, like, and I feel like that's why I have so many connections. Because if I look at my circle of friends now or people I know, I know pilots, I know lawyers, I know doctors, I know PAs. Like, I have all these different connections. So let my child, let my nieces and nephew, let somebody I know want to get at something or do something. Oh, hold up. Let me call this person. If I don't know somebody directly, I know somebody who knows somebody. We gonna make it work. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I don't know if mine is elitist or, or I, but it's definitely capitalistic. Mm-hmm. If I had a business, I would definitely target black people. And the reason why is because black people cannot hold on to a dollar. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would not target my business at the people who, who give you this fuss and fight over Selling you Like Letting go the dollar In order to get this product that White people I would never target white yeah. people Never Ever Plus black people They love luxury You feel me If you're telling me You will spend your paycheck Every paycheck to paycheck Let pay this paycheck to paycheck To keep up with an appearance To keep up with the Joneses Why not target you 100% And you guys spend the most I say you guys Like I'm not well, black yeah, But black you guys Like you spend the most On just Especially like black women Yeah for sure Oh yeah That would be my I biggest know. demographic I like, would Hit y'all over the head, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. But I do with love, though. All right, <laughs> for sure. I know, I know that because my wins. That's mm, we, we are switching. I don't think it's an issue with 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 targeting. People, it's not gonna be targeted because at the end of the day, the way how it's like the, black people are the most supported. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with their money. <laughs> yes, yes, Because guess what? You see the vision, yeah. right? Yeah. You put your money in it. For sure. Yeah. You know I'm gonna give you great customer service and exactly. all that, but I'm so saying it's, it's definitely a targeted it, move. And for you'll sure. get your orders on time. It's, 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 do you still feel viewed as ex, ex, like exploiting it's, them? Yeah, it is. That's how you look at yeah. it? Yeah, because I'm exploring the fact that you guys are bad with on financial decisions. Financial literacy. You really do have a problem with that. For sure. Let me ask you guys one more question, because like, what are some subtle ways or some subtle examples of like classism? Like, what are some ways that, especially black people with new money, what mm-hmm. are some ways they shit on the other black people or Ooh. let them know that, hey, we got some new money here? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some ways we do that? Well, I, I don't know if it's like subtle, but my my the most filthiest thing about like black blackism is when. <laughs> We stopped frequenting a certain place because too many blacks had discovered it. That's the thing that hates I hate oh, the most. You uh, feel elitism. me? Like, oh, we not going to uh, the Italy no more because the, too many the, blacks the, the had blacks discovered have taken it. Over. You feel <laughs> me? Any, anytime Hold it's on. that type of thing, I'm. Mm. I kind of agree with that, but I kind of disagree. I know. It could be. It could be a certain kind of niggas. It yeah. Could be, it could be. It could be like okay. No, niggas, the niggas, niggas come out. I understand uh, for sure. The, the nigga niggas like niggas. every single time before. <laughs> before I go to this place, it's like it used to be cool, cool, yeah. by, whatever. And not every not every single time it be on the news because there's a shootout. I'm not yeah. going there no more. Yeah, you know what yeah, saying? For sure. The environment has completely changed. Yeah. It may not. It may not be. It's not because of black people. It's because ignorant niggas. people. Niggas. No, no, no. There's ignorant motherfuckers who like. Nah, I'm shooting this place up every week. I think it's just like kind of like. Like the um, like at the airports where they had the um, it, I lost it. The T- TSA prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. everybody was cool with hanging out in the the lounge, whatever. Yeah. But once too many black people found out about it, yeah. it's like. We gotta switch it up now <laughs> Like we gotta find something else You know It's not exclusive oh, anymore shit. Cause I think the thing with us Dude. Is like When we know something It's like You not on that Like Yeah you, know? you ain't up on this Yeah Yeah We like the exclusivity we, we, From we black people just, yeah. We could've just discovered it yesterday yeah. Yeah. We gotta talk 
Like we've been, been on it for years. Yeah. We've been on that. Like, we, we might not even be able to pronounce it, but we've been on it. Like what you mean? It's, it's for everything. It could be fashion, music, uh, Food, everything It doesn't matter what it is If I've been on it first Then I'm gonna flex on you and Yeah that's, and, that's, and that's For me A lot of times Like elitism It's like you flexing bro Yeah It's just you, like When Rick Ross Be dropping all these names In his songs Like yeah. We don't know What you talking yeah, about but, but sure Exactly But he's showing you That he is But he's but He's up there However For instance He's an individual the Perfect example He's an individual Who I don't think Has changed Like it's and, not and what Like way? In, a, in mm-hmm. the sense of like Nigga he's always been like that His whole persona was I'm a boss I'm at a level That you niggas are not on You feel me Men- so, Mentally Yeah <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so it's like so Tell me he's always been like that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No but I'm saying Like obviously He's always viewed himself Like I'm in a boss status yeah. You feel me I'm not like A regular caliber type yeah. person So technically like, like you say I never changed The money just elevated that's exactly. everybody though mm-hmm. That's everybody You think when I, when I get millions You think I'ma change No yeah. there's definitely Some humble people Who got money most sure. people yeah. They started off Being humble yeah. like, But that's what they say Money don't change you It's exactly, just Exactly yeah. But like Just shine a light On who you really are I ain't gonna yeah. be different So that was always him Yeah <laughs> look, look, look at Charlamagne Charlamagne's a great example Of like money not changing you We know Charlamagne Make money Oh yeah But that nigga Like the way that he Just downplays life so much Like okay you yeah. could, I could tell the money Has not really changed Anything about you but he'll Versus DJ little... Envy DJ Envy Every chance he get He remind you Just how broke you is You feel me No that That gets <laughs> he's annoying He's an uppity ass nigga For that, sure That gets annoying I, I don't like it When people do that yeah, Why like... cause he's beige <laughs> <laughs> Colors over here <laughs> You know another thing The passport thing I hate how black people Separate themselves From other black people Once they get a passport If, if they don't have a passport It's like You're not well traveled Or you well, don't have the, the That is childish though why, It is why yeah, for sure It is childish passport? I never wait, wait, Why don't y'all take pictures Of passports for wait, she, You hear what she just said no, well. <laughs> She said that's childish Why don't you have a passport There's a, a ton of reasons Motherfuckers don't have a passport It's like the, Some the, people don't have They forgot their birth certificate it, It's the, just a rigmarole What they put you through To get your that passport too For you sure gotta, You gotta physically go there You ever been to those Passport places A lot of yeah. people have felonies A lot of people can't get passports bro. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of Reasons why people motherfuckers can't, and then a lot. Why get a passport if you can't get into a lot of countries if you got a felony, too? Yeah, why, why, why is that a thing? Yeah. Just because Cause they don't want you niggas there, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you committing crimes. That's there. a legal way of yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. They should just block people because they American. Last time I checked, Americans mm-hmm. could commit a lot of crimes. Yeah, I'm just me. saying, this is, this, is, this is a different we're, we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and anywhere else I forgot to mention. And um, don't forget to follow the show's page at It's a Black Thing and my page at Giddy Love J1, Lou at Lulu954, and Jody at Boy from Broward. And now we're going to get into the You Had to Be There segment. And today, it's Lou's pick mm-hmm. um, Yeah Let us know What you got first today, What you Lou? got So uh, You know I've always been A different kind of nigga You feel me Hey and, uh, Talk your I'm, shit I'm better, I'm, better, I'm better than a lot of you niggas bro. <laughs> oh. I don't care At the end of the day I'm better than a lot of you niggas I, It's not elitist It's not whatever I just think very highly of myself I do not care I'm better than you I don't fucking care <laughs> I don't care I don't care if you got more money than me. Right, I don't care if you're talking to me. Talk I'm better shit. than you, my nigga. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I've always been that nigga, and I always remember that. Yeah. Whenever you see me, I'm this kind of nigga. You feel me? Since since I was youngin. Okay. Go ahead and play my Let track, nigga. Ever since I can remember, I've been popping my collar, popping, popping my collar, popping, popping my collar. Ever since I can remember, I've been working my ass and they better put my money in my hand.
poppin' my collar, poppin', poppin' my collar. Now, ever since I can remember, I've been working these hoes, and they better put my money in my hand. I know you sing for the cigar When you see the rims flicker The paint dripper Ice in my brains glitter I straight flipper The cheese like pancaker Falling from trees like the leaves in my handbreaker Project Cutter Attracting damn pizzas I'm dirty sucker French braid gold teeth I'm out here making sense Cause I'm out here making dollars I keep a 